This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Of the thousands of people hopping around the country witnessing the carnival of the presidential race, Michael Friedman stands out. He's not a political reporter or a campaign worker, much less a candidate. Friedman is a songwriter and a composer with quite a number of off-Broadway shows under his belt. He's traveling to political hotspots to interview people about what's on their minds this crazy election year. Then he makes songs out of those interviews, transcribing very precisely the strange turns of phrase and messed up grammar of the way people actually speak, and then puts them to melody. Like that guy there, he's a senior and he calls himself a fascist. I don't really think that he's a fascist. And that guy Andy in the Trump shirt, he listens to his dad a lot. His dad listens to a lot of Rush Limbaugh and he tends to, you know, repeat what he hears. And sure, we're in Iowa. So our school is like 97% white. And me? The New Yorker's Sarah Larson is following his trip and talked with him about his visit to Iowa. So, Michael, you've written original music and lyrics for a lot of shows, like Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. And you're also a founder of the theater group The Civilians, which does a very particular kind of theater. I've described it as documentary theater or maybe documentary musical theater. How would you describe it? Um, sometimes it's based on interviews, sometimes on historical records or sort of uh, journalistic stuff. Um, so on evidence, let's say, on investigations into real life. So tell me about the campaign tour you're doing right now. Yeah, so I've been sort of following the states uh, along the caucus and primary circuit, not as much following the candidates, but kind of trying to get the temperature of the states where the candidates are going. So I've spent a lot of time in Iowa recently talking to sort of anyone I could get my hands on, uh, to farmers and lawyers and high school students and college students and caucus organizers and beauticians and small town mayors. And like. Yeah. So what struck you about the people you talked to in Iowa? The fact is that people uh, in Iowa, because the caucuses get so much attention, um, the, the involvement that almost everyone has and the kind of uh, investment, which as a New Yorker where I'm not even exactly sure yeah. or when our primary is. Right. Uh, uh, that is sort They're of very sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who's the subject of the first song? Well, in um, the town of Carlisle, which is not that far from Des Moines, um, I got the wonderful chance of meeting with the members of the Carlisle High School Mock Caucus mm-hmm. Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to attend one of their meetings and watch them sort of debate for a while. And then I um, interviewed two of their members stand for. But and do you I, know how your, what your parents, do you know what their views are? I do know what their views are, but... Were they on different sides? I would say they were um, both on complicated sides, which is what I found a lot of people in Iowa were. <laughs> on opposite viewpoints of, just due to how I was raised. What would some of those be, if you don't mind? Um, 
I'm not sure if this was their complete viewpoint, but when the uh, Trump comment about banning all Muslims, I had a very strong opposition against that just due to how I'd grown up in a through my church and mm-hmm. how I believed we should treat other people through just like being fair and what I knew stats were about Islamic terrorism and that other stuff. And my mom was like, well, I can see how he could say that. And I was like, yes, but you can't do that. And just that, that was a little mm-hmm. argument. Just What about these conversations? Made you want to set them to music? Um, I think the moment I got really excited was when um, uh, one of the interviewees was describing growing up in a sort of two-party household mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with a dad who's a Republican and mom who's a Democrat. I was raised in a split household. Mom's a Democrat, dad's a Republican. Never, ever talked politics. The first election I remember, mom was for Kerry, dad was for Bush. We never knew why, we never talked about it. But last year after the State of the Union, I got into a discussion with my dad. He's a businessman and a Reagan Republican, and he grew up with trickle-down economics. And then mom got in there, and they were really going at it, and they were shouting at each other. And that's why we never talk about politics in my house. I also have to admit that I just found talking to um, high school students, which... I think I went into a little bit of dread, uh, instead completely hardening um, in the way oh, that wow. they really were participating and excited and interested, even if I didn't agree with their politics. We give uh, high school kids a short trip these days, and so it's yeah. nice to know that, that they, they actually might you know do better than we do. Uh, and what's the song called? The song is uh, not very uh, imaginatively titled Mock Caucus. <laughs> At my church believe everybody's welcome at the table. So I'm trying to use that to expand my political beliefs, even though I might not believe the same things as other people like gay rights or the refugee crisis. Everybody says, oh, they're Muslims, they're probably terrorists. And now you know there's this big issue now of don't offend people that pushed a lot of younger people, like push them like towards certain viewpoints as they don't want to offend anyone. If someone says Merry Christmas, the other person says, I'm Muslim or something, not Christian. And they're offended like we had a bomb threat freshman year and a friend of mine, he jokingly posted on Facebook that it was a Muslim and we had like one or two Muslims at school at the time. So that's where it gets more difficult. And with all the problems we've had with things like racism, sexism, homophobia, all the stuff that has really come up in the last few years that's really pushed people away from having strong viewpoints on things that has led to bigger problems like shooting and stuff that's made people question why they don't just step in or maybe just let things slide. What's next on your itinerary? Next up is uh, South Carolina and then to uh, Dallas, Texas, with a little bit of a jaunt up to Oklahoma, then St. Louis, Missouri, uh, or as my father would say, Missouri. Is he from Missouri? My father is from Missouri. I'm always tempted to say Iowa because of the music man. We live in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck on your travels. I'm excited to hear what comes next. Thanks so much. Thank you. But I'm optimistic. I look for the silver lining, looking at the future, and in the future, I want to design video games like Infamous from Sucker Punch and Destiny from Bungie, Mass Effect from Bioware, the kind of games that I like. They're sci-fi shooters and future, the ones where you can make any world you want. You can make any world you want. 
to go. I have a history exam at 9.45. American history from World War I to present times. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Michael Friedman performing his song Mock Caucus, based on interviews with two high school students in Carlisle, Iowa. He spoke with Sarah Larson, who's a cultural correspondent for NewYorker.com. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.